0: Moving on to some more bizarre news. Italian football has a penchant for the bizarre. Filippo Inzaghi is very unhappy at Brescia. What's going on, Maxi? Yeah, so he, he
1: wanted to quit. And it looked like he was going to quit. But then he had a clause in his contract that said he can't be sacked uh, if, if Brescia are in, in top eight. So, uh, yeah, he can't be sacked.
0: But he wants to leave. They're currently, they're currently third. Um, I I think that the clause said that he can only leave if uh, Brescia are lower than eight, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: So, and and the owner is uh, Massimo Cellino of uh, of Leeds Fam. It's the he, he he's the one. He has the the madness for superstition. He hates the number seventeen. I think the thirteen or the seventeen. But he's um he's got the nickname of Il Magia Alentore which translates to the manager eater. So, <laughs> I mean, that that sounds like it could be one of those Nelly Furtado songs, remember? Yeah, man eater. He's a man. I mean, I'm not going to sing the rest of it, but people can look it up. So he basically has had a dispute with Chilino. They both said they want to leave and Inzaghi can't because he's third. <laughs> imagine, can you imagine the WhatsApp's going on now on his phone? He's, had, he's just had a meeting with Chilino. I don't like you. I'm sick of this shit. Actually, I don't want to work here. <laughs> I'm out of here. Yes, yeah, sound. Cool. Comes back a day later. Uh, yeah, you're third. <laughs> so you're going to have to stay? Uh, oh, fuck. And then is. oh, God, really?
1: You know, I'm I'm. I'm not joking here. I'm not over-exaggerating. This shit only happens in Italy, man.
0: Oh, no, no. I believe it. I believe it. I think that's what we're trying to do every week is convinced. Not convince the people, but say, "Look at this! Look at what is going on!" And and poor old Filippo Inzaghi has been that the man who former um Lazio, Juve, and Milan striker, the man who was born offside, is now caught up in a very complicated relationship with uh, the Brescia who are in Serie B. I
1: mean, maybe you say that, but I'm I'm trying to make people look away and like we are a serious league. Please don't don't. Don't believe this. No, of course it's a seriously.
0: Yeah, of course it's a seriously, but it's very fun. Uh, but we, we we wish. I mean, I would like to say that I wish the Inzaghi situation gets solved immediately. Secretly, I don't. I want more drama as much as possible. Hopefully, Filippo Inzaghi pulls up to to the pressure office at like I don't know one a.m. in the morning and and just says, "I'm sick of this. I'm I'm sick of this nonsense. Let
1: me out, please." He he has like the opposite uh, of of uh, Mario Balotelli. He couldn't. Balotelli couldn't get inside the training facilities. Uh, Inzaghi can't get out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, yes, yeah. Yeah, so that's a that's a tangle. Yes. Moving on from the entanglement of Inzaghi and in Brescia and on to the fresh new hot Juventus signing. Dusan Vlavic. More Dusan Vlavic talk on this podcast. I don't think I've ever spoke about a player more, man. Like I've I've uh, I, I, I've spoke so much about Dusan Blavid. Sometimes I wake up uh, in my nightmares just moaning his name. As the kids call it. He's the talk of the town. He is the talk of the town. He's the talk of everybody's town. And uh, Juve, on his debut, won 2-0 against a very good Hellas Verona team. All, all, albeit this Verona team was uh, was without a lot of their key attackers. There was no Gianluca Caprari. Um, Musa Barak did play. Um but but Verona, I th- I felt just missed something when Caprari's not playing. But um, a good start for Juve. A favourite on this podcast, Gianluca Capra- Caprari. Gianluca Caprari, yeah. Shout out Gianluca. Um, But Juve picked up a win. But I just feel as though, I know that there's, there's still things, there's a lot of things to change for, for Allegri. But slowly, slowly you can see he is building something.
1: Yeah, it's it's looking better and better each week, I think, and, uh, and the signings of of Zakaria and, and Blaović are are going to make a huge difference, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, Blaović needed 13 minutes to score, and he did. Um, Zakaria also scored on his debut, uh, and he provided a lot, a lot on that midfield, a lot of he's like a was like a motor for the midfield, uh, running a lot, providing a lot, both both defensively and offensively. So I think it's two great signings, and, uh, and they signed the, uh, Zakaria uh, fairly cheap because his contract was up, was up this summer, and, um, very and paid cheap. like yeah. uh, I think eight million euros or, or something like that, um, which is a very good deal.
0: I think everybody's just in shock, uh, and me included at how well Juve have gone about their business in this transfer window. These two signings have uh, and the window especially have breathed la have breathed life into the season. Um I wasn't expecting Blavich to A go so quickly but be be there in January. He's he's was straight into the team and he's scored now. Um not just that, but they they're they're taking care of the financial side of things by also offloading players too. Kulusevsky went to Tottenham, uh went to Tottenham. So They've but Ramsey went to Rangers. Yeah, yeah, Ramsey went to Rangers. That's three players off the wages. But not only that, but he they have specifically addressed two of their key issues. Number one, we need somebody to do dogged hard work and also progress the ball in midfield. There you go, Zakaria, cheap. Cool. Number two, we have been missing goals since Cristiano Ronaldo left. Okay, no problem. I will go on ahead and buy the best striker in the league. One of the best strikers in the world. Yes. Yes, exactly. Um, whilst, I, like I said, there's still issues and problems, I, I think that the the issue at centre-back isn't as wrote, written about as it should for me. It's Delecht, Cellini, Bonucci and Ruggani. Uh, at some point, Cellini and Bonucci, uh, one of them will conk out. The, the, the sad day will come eventually yeah. for all football fans. One of them will conk out. Or you either get the other option, which is um, they won't play as much as, as their careers sort of weighing on. Um, so I kind of the Barsali way out yes I, I think they I think they need a. they need a center back Federico Chiesa is out injured Paolo Diabala I don't know what's going on there he, he again he got subbed off in the game provided the assist by the way for Vlavic which was very good and the, the finish by Vlavic was, was brilliant so it was a beautiful yeah. little chipped goal Um, but Diabala subbed off by Allegri and he did not look too happy about it again we're talking about Diabala not I'm looking very happy with Max Allegri.
1: Yeah, to be honest, can you blame him? He, he he's a key player to this team, and he doesn't get the minutes or like the the role that he should have. Um, so, I, at the beginning, I I thought like, yeah, it's Juve and Dybala. Of course, they're going to figure this out sooner or later. But for each game that goes, I I get less and less confident about that. It, it's looking yeah. more and more shaky. Yeah, the yeah. relationship and, is looking yeah, more and more shaky. Right. I'm getting less and less confident that he's going
0: to stay at Juve. They they have to they have to pull out the stops to 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 keep him. Surely, an attack of Paulo Dybala, Dusan Vlahovic, and Federico Chiesa with Alvaro Morata added into that. Who now, by the way, against Verona looked, and he publicly said it after the game. So he said. I am not alone there up front anymore. I have somebody else who can who I can partner with and, and take the blame off me or or shoulder the the, the rest of the blame. I think both of the signings are good for that. They've pertinently um provide something that maybe the other players don't, or they they provide something where it allows the other players like Artor as well in midfield for in, in the Zaka, in in the case of Zachariah where he can go thrive now and he can easily um Sort of run the game as much because he doesn't have to worry about the defending side of things, or
1: you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And Morata providing a, an assist right away uh, from from his left. He played left wing this game, uh, and got an assist for Sakarias' goal. So, yeah, good start for him as well to this new like system or or um, partnership up front.
0: Yeah, you now. Are not far off the Champions League places either. You didn't believe that uh, yeah. in the beginning of the season. I mean, what am I talking about? Not far. That like they're in the Champions League places. That they're, they're four. <laughs> and uh, I mean, Atlanta. Wake up! Sorry, Dennis. sorry. <laughs> I'm I'm so used to seeing Allegri being out of the top four. I'm like I've I'm basically just gone. Oh oh wait wait shit! Oh my god wait <laughs> wait. I'm sorry, Allegri. You're in the top four. They're in. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so they're in fourth place now. And honestly, I don't know how. <laughs> um, but, I mean, Atalanta uh, have a game in hand on them. They're only two points behind them. But they're Inter have... Sorry, not Inter. As
1: we're recording this, they're playing Atalanta. And they're just one nil down. Tristov uh, Pjomtek has scored. A blast from the past.
0: Lovely lovely a, a blast from the past but you they are fourth now and only actually eight points yeah. of into Inter Obviously, Obviously, that's not going to happen but in terms of it being a rebuilding season and all it's it's looking things are looking up for Juve fans
1: yeah and and it felt like they needed a uh, like a starting period with uh, with Allegri, uh and now now they're the machinery is running so we have to look out for Juve now because they're they're looking like they're back. Um, they're,
0: I mean, like I said, there's still issues, but the league is better for it and more competitive if we have two competitive Milan clubs, a very very strong Napoli team, and a Juve team firing on all cylinders.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I gotta say, I'm I'm very impressed with Napoli this season. They
0: they're yes. keeping in there Um that's what I'm saying. Milan Milan, and Napoli are on 52 points now, man. Yeah, yeah. And before this season,
1: I, I felt like, yeah, they got Spalletti now, and that's a guarantee for top four, but I didn't think they would be like challenging for the title as
0: they are. Me neither. I was one of those who was trying to vehemently defend and love uh, Reno Gattuso, but Spalletti is getting good things out of this team. Um, Napoli picked up a very sort of routine win against uh against Venezia. Patania got yeah. on the score sheet and the returning Victor Ottiman got on the score sheet as well. With him in tow, I think they could actually make a make a title chart still.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so too. And to be honest, the, the their squad is like on par with Milan's and maybe okay, maybe not as I think it's slightly better than Milan. Yeah, yeah. And and Depth-wise, they're perhaps a bit better
0: as well. So, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, how how poetic would be? Would it be if Lorenzo Insigne left with the uh, with the with the title at Napoli in his final season? It, it would be a fairy tale ending. Yes, yeah, but nothing. Uh, nothing short of what he would uh, he would deserve. So, uh, Napoli closing closing the gap to Inter, Juve on fourth. Wasn't a good weekend for Atalanta though, losing two one to relegation for the in uh, in Cagliari.
1: Yeah. And and I I got to uh, make a correction here as well. It's uh, it's of course Coppa Italia, Atalanta and Fiorentina are playing right now, not not Serie A. So
0: I uh, I Come on, Maxi, man. Uh, you're you're meant to be a Serie A expert. And now People I have to wake up for Serie A. Now you know why we don't have any any listeners. <laughs> <laughs> now I have to wake uh, up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, but uh,
1: that was a uh, in Sweden we say cold shower uh for for Atalanta. Uh, mm. going into it, they were probably sure of getting three points back, but but they didn't. Uh, Cagliari were impressive that game, I must say.
0: Um I'm surprised how well they soaked up pressure. This this can happen with um with Atalanta where they push and they push and they throw basically every man and his dog forward and in doing that they allow counter attacking opportunities but which i found it interesting that they played Lazio and Inter and conceded none against them and then went ahead and conceded two against Cagliari um their form now reads as loss draw like the, the two against uh Lazio and Inter loss draw draw uh, a win against Udinese and another and a, and a draw against Genoa so they've really faltered in the last five games and before that there was a, there was the loss to Mourinho. They've they've dropped off massively in the last six games.
1: Yeah, yeah, they they haven't had like this consistency this year as they have uh, the past few years. And um, I'm not sure why, uh, but but that's that's a fact.
0: I think they've I think they suffered heavily from injuries. For for the the few games against Lazio and, and, and Atalanta, but against Caleri they th- that team is more than good enough to be to be Cali. Yeah. Um, like like I said, too many players pushed up, and and um, Cali took the two chances that were presented to them. Gaston Pereiro got two goals. Juan Musso as well got sent off. Um, very silly sending off. Yeah. Uh, on the edge, I, I didn't even think it was a red card because he does actually get a kick on the ball before he takes the player out.
1: Yeah. It's um, it's a fifty-fifty challenge to to be honest. It it could mean a red card. It could mean a yellow card. But but the, the referee went for a red.
0: Yeah. So uh, Duvan Zapata came back as well for for Atalanta. We saw the first few minutes for Jeremy Boga. So it it's weird. They're finally getting players back together, but they're in a bad run of form. Um. But but if they, I think it will be between them and. You refer that that final fourth spot, and then I, I think we'll have a three-horse title break.
1: And we we have to mention as well that uh, Duvan Zapata came on, but he also came off injured. Yet again, yeah. He he just oh god, I must have missed he that He played fifteen minutes, then he went off uh, injured. Um, oh, Duvan. So, so I I've, I have not Most heard any prognosis on it. that afterwards, but uh, he he had to quit. Oh, no,
0: get get on your contacts, man. You you've got the you're the physio man on speed dial, yeah. don't yeah. you? <laughs> Go ahead, text max, uh, text max. Text Max. Ga, text gas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but uh, I think it'll be between UV and Atalanta for that fourth spot. But a few weeks ago, I would have never pictured the league being where it is now. Me neither. Me neither. Moving on, away from there, going to another attacking team in Serie A for one of the seven sisters, Lazio got a very impressive win against Fiorentina. I think it's important to discuss yes, the, the addition for Juve that Vladovic brings, but the hole, the gaping hole that he lives for Fiorentina having left. They, I know they signed Cabral for, from Basel for, for, for 15 million, but in but I think Fiorentina clearly missed them.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I, um, I spoke to a friend of mine who, who is a. St- okay, I may butcher the word, but st- statistician, statistician. St- statistician. Yeah, that. Uh, and uh, he said that, like duval, uh sorry Dusan equal like. Thirty-five percent of of the finishes Fiorentina had on goal so far this season. His his xG was thirty-five percent of the team's xG. So, uh, that's very high. Like the last few seasons, only Immobile and, and Cristiano Ronaldo has like been up there. Uh, so, at the same time, uh, Fiorentina loses that Juventus gains it, and and they they're fairly equal on expected goals this season, so it's a huge loss for Fiorentina and uh, a massive gain for uh, for Juventus.
0: Yeah, yeah, they um I don't think they looked devoid of ideas because they still have played well under and Italiano, but they really felt like they just missed a target man and a focal point to really drive attacks at Lazio. Who I thought I think and thought are uh, finally addressing their defensive issues they've, they've, there's always been a good attack for Lazio they've always been uh, thriving attacking players who can get you calls but Lazio actually defended well against Fiorentina and uh, have defended well in the last couple of games
1: yeah and I think um, Fiorentina really struggled with them going behind their lines and um, immobile threat was a huge threat there and and Scored one goal, and uh, I think no, we did not get an ex- assist. But uh, yeah, one goal he scored, and um, yeah, was a consistent threat behind behind enemy
0: lines, so to speak. Yeah, especially on the counter attack. So three clean sheets for Lazio and Maurizio Sarri.
1: Yeah. And then they ended up losing 4-0 against Milan in the Coppa Italia. But that's another story.
0: Yeah, you had to drop that in there, didn't you? <laughs> you had to drop that in and ruin the, the, the rhythm I had. <laughs> that's a good I think you're still not control. recovered from your party, have you, Maxi? I have not. I have not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, on that, uh, on that note, discussing Maxi's partying, thank you so much for joining us this week on, uh, on ADR for, for episode 8. We'll see you again next week. Bye-bye.